the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Remember, a yawn is just a silent scream for coffee. Here's more Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan from the Phoenix Roaster Studio. Love it. It is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. Sitting pretty in the Phoenix Roaster Studio here in Buckhead. We haven't had this guy on the show in a while. Uh, I think he's just been so busy. He was flying from city to city. He's a legend. Todd Michaels here from a legend Project. Wow. Aren't you a legend? Would you say you're a legend? <laughs> Let's. Let's ask my wife. Not, I don't think she would say that. Can we get her on the phone, Dan? I, I, Let's I'm see if sure we can get we her can. on the phone Let's and ask her. Well, <laughs> you've, you've already got fans on Facebook. Greg Austin says, coming to you live, the smooth tones of Todd Michaels. The smooth tones. The smooth tones. Greg is a solid musician. Is he? Fiddle. Fiddle? Yeah, he plays with us at the men's ministry, Solely Business, up yeah. in the mountains. Really accomplished. Now, how could we get these guys in the studio? He would come in. Yeah. He would absolutely come See, in. See, you promised last time you were here to grab a guitar and play. Now, here's a story. Are you a guitarist? <laughs> I had my guitar in my hand yesterday and this morning, and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to come into a Christian radio station and play Burning Ring of Fire. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It's a great song. Maybe I got too legalistic. Uh, I was okay. literally going to bring it in. Yeah, well. Would you play that song, Burning Ring of Fire? If you let me, I would. Would you sing like Johnny Cash? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Want to hear it? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, love is a burning thing, and it makes a fiery ring. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's pretty good. That's and good. Earlier in the morning, I get more froggy. Yeah. Hey, if you, oh, need, there you go. if you need a Johnny Cash impersonator for your birthday party, Christmas celebration, or bar mitzvah, call Todd Michaels, 404-995-7300. Yeah, uh, he won't be answering there, but maybe Shamso or uh, He's got the will. Johnny Cash voice. Can you do Johnny Cash? Hi, I'm Johnny Cash. That's so much better. Yeah. Hmm. That's all I can say. I can't sing like him, but yeah, I just remember when you used to do the TV show. He'd say, "Hi, I'm Johnny oh, yeah. Cash." Hello, I'm Johnny Hello, Cash. I'm Johnny Cash. Anyway, welcome. <laughs> so, what's going on with you? Let's do this. Let's talk a little bit about uh, how you're prepping for the holidays, and then we'll get into what's going on with 315 Project. We are taking the annual pilgrimage to uh, Detroit, Michigan. Yeah, uh, we're going to pack everybody and a dog into a CRV. <laughs> just and one dog. Just one dog. Okay. Will but, everybody fit in a CRV? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm not sure legally if they'll fit in. <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to go up there. All of our family still lives in Detroit, and that's uh, a great time. Watch some Detroit Lions get them, uh, hopefully, a victory, not holding my breath. Have they had any victories lately? Uh, no. Not no, since 68. So. <laughs> kind of like the Falcons. Although the Falcons won they yesterday. Did, so, you know, yep. did the Saints show up? That's what I'm wondering. <laughs> you know, it doesn't look that way, no. You know what? I have a uh, – I'll give you this. It's a brand-new – Detroit Lions trash can yes. that I inherited from who from, did I from Jim Sutton was it Jim Sutton who used oh, to who work got here? it from Mitch Ambler yeah, yeah. Who, they were both uh, Michigan guys and they love the, the they Lions, the Lions. Yeah. but before you go that. I want to give that to you it's under my desk I don't think it has any trash in it. I don't, I don't, I don't so, throw anything no. in there. So. I will put my Detroit Lions Super Bowl dreams in there. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the Falcons Super Bowl I told Bowl my 14 year old on the couch on Sunday I said okay my dad didn't see the Lions get to the Super Bowl I'm not going to get to see it, but maybe your maybe great grandchildren. You no. Maybe my great great grandchildren. But you know, when I grew up in the '60s, the Lions rocked. Yeah. I mean, they were huge. Yeah. Right. 
So I don't know. <laughs> so what happened? No, they were. Uh, yeah. They had. Uh, I'm trying to remember. I, I was more of a Miami Dolphin, Dallas Cowboy fan, but well, back in the 80s, 90s, didn't they have uh, Barry Sanders? They did, yeah. but it, but it they, just never got to the. Super need more Bowl. than one. Yeah, yeah, that's very yeah. true. Yeah, okay. but we only need one of you uh, because you are a legend. There's only Woo. one Todd. Michaels. Todd Michaels here, the uh, 315 Project. So you're ready for the holidays, yes. and you're gonna have a good time, a little rest. So what have you been yeah. doing since we saw you last? I mean, uh, we saw you at Pastor's Appreciation. Yeah, that event. was awesome. Yeah. And that video you created was amazing, yes, man. Yes, it was. Good yeah. stuff. Although, Love although, Dan and I were only in there for just a short <laughs> mo- I mean, if you'd have blinked, in fact, I did, and I missed us. I had to go back and rewind it and play it over and over again. Yeah. Now, now, God is the ultimate editor. He makes all of oh, the final go. editorial oh, blame decisions. It, so. Blame it on <laughs> blame the big God. G-O-D. I just shoot it. I just shoot it. <laughs> no, but thank you, man. It was, it was an honor to serve you guys. God sure. said, get Rick and Dan out of there. Let everybody else be on. <laughs> and it's not the Rick and Dan show. It's not the so freaking Rick and Dan show. <laughs> um, <laughs> One of the things that happened, you guys were on a stage in front of this huge LED yes. screen. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. like, it was, like, strobing. Oh. Uh, yeah, that does that. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Hey, if you didn't get a chance to go this year, we'll do it again next year. Um, And I think uh, Steve Brown is the uh, speaker next year. Hopefully you'll be there as well. But uh, the LED stuff and uh, just everything was awesome this year. It was very cool. But the the video was was awesome. And the people that you interviewed, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that's like the icing on the cake. I'm joking when I say Dan and I weren't on there. Yeah, but... Um, just those people standing up and just saying, hey, yeah, this is what happened. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So, And that's got to touch you still, right? You've been videoing testimonies and people for a long, long time. How long now? Uh, nine years. Going on nine years. Yeah. And how long have we known you? Probably about three or four, right? Yeah, at least. At yeah. least. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's anytime you can be there to be present with a camera and capture people speaking from their heart. Mm-hmm. I mean, not only is that, does that bless the people are going to watch it, but it make, I, I know it makes the people that are talking feel valued and they get to reflect on what's meaningful to them. So it's, yeah. it's, it's a great ministry, a service to be able to do that for people. 315 Project, you started that oh, a little over nine years ago mm-hmm. and you took uh, basically testimonies, if you will, of people, yeah. right? And just high, I mean, the quality of the work is, yeah. is amazing. And uh, people would see those testimonies on screens and churches for the most part, mm-hmm. right? Everywhere. What, uh, and you've done so many, um, one that stands out for you that maybe chokes you up even now when you see it. And uh, and then I've got another question about some of the reels. Yeah. I, I can usually say the thing that chokes me up the most is when I see the people telling their story and when i first encountered them the last thing in the world that they wanted to do is tell their story Mm -hmm. and it's it's really the the video production is the is the tangible evidence of a journey that requires submission and some surrender to the things that uh hold us back from being uh, vulnerable and courageous so i I often I i can turn the volume down on all the videos and i'll just look in the eyes of the people that told their story and that's that's what really fills me up hmm. to know that they're they're putting it out there yeah yeah todd michaels here we're talking about 315 uh project all right uh did you have some that were kind of humorous that makes you chuckle do you remember yeah i mean i know it's serious <laughs> stuff the content was serious but in filming like we just played a blooper back yeah from megan morgan lavigny uh, yeah. just the audio yeah and it was funny mm-hmm. yeah Certainly the outtakes that you don't see are really funny because, you know, people come in and they're scared to death. For oh, them, yeah. it's somewhere between 
getting a colonoscopy, a, a flu <laughs> a shot, root canal. a root canal. <laughs> Absolutely. So it's like all so, the above. <laughs> some of the tactics and tricks that we use to just bring people off the ledge just to calm them down. A colonoscopy. Do you ever pull out a hose and say, all right, you're ready? Oh, man. <laughs> okay, Dan. Thank you. That was Dan Radcliffe. That was Dan Radcliffe. Ed Edsinger. That was yeah. uh, Dan Radcliffe. 404 Kel Shamsen. So what did you, what things did you do to get them off the, I mean, it's off just, the ledge? I mean, you just got to break the ice and get them out of their out of out of their own mind, right? right? So sometimes it's just almost making fun of them, them have it helping them make fun of them own, their own selves, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, to just make sure that they understand it's like it's not about them, it's about God, yeah. And uh, you know, just I think more so than the funny moments are the reverent prayer moments. I mean, we we've had people come in bringing spouses that don't know Jesus, uh. um, youth and and and. and siblings that don't know jesus and they're and the storytellers are asking them hey would you come in and support me right mm-hmm. and they're they're praying and they're they're being a part of a very very uh reverent and and very holy time mm-hmm. and th- those are the moments that if anyone's ever come through the ministry they'll tell you man for every story you see on the website it's those moments of uh, intercession and a lot of times healing and restoration that happen when people tell their story. How many Kleenex do you go through usually in, in Quite the story? Quite a bit. <laughs> I, me or them? <laughs> yeah, well, everybody, yeah. Yeah, there's a yeah. lot of snot flying around. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just and Ed Singer, that was Todd Michaels. Uh, he can tweet and, Yeah, that. he won't be recording the next uh, video and the next uh, Pastor's yeah. Appreciation. Like just that. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. All right, I've got another question about that. Then we'll get into all the stuff that's coming up for you. It's really yeah. cool. Todd Michaels, 315 Project. Uh, Monday edition of the uh, Phoenix Roaster Studios uh, Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Post. I forgot our name. It's the Rick and Dan Show. It's the Rick and Dan Show. (laughs) We'll be right back. Stay there. Faith Talk Live, brought to you by Phoenix Roasters. And now here's your cream and sugar, Rick Probst and Dan Ratcliffe. When I was six Look out, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. Happy Monday. Loving this Monday. Todd Michaels back in the studio, 315 Project. We're going to talk uh, about what's going on, Story Drive Initiative, and uh, some uh, stuff that's really on his heart that uh, he's been dreaming about for some time, and it's uh, coming to pass. It was really good to see a Pastor's Appreciation event, and we were talking, what was the last segment? About uh, you playing the guitar, and I forgot the guy's name. You meant the Greg, Greg, Greg Austin. Yeah. yeah, we need to get him and his band yeah. in here. And you said he plays like new gla- grass, gospel, new grass. Love it. He'll throw in some uh, classic rock for you. Oh, good. Let's okay. do that. We got to get you freak. back. Would you be with them? I would definitely come with. And them. you play with would them? You play some yeah. guitar, washboard. Yeah, the yeah. washboard. Wash. Just play your abs, right? <laughs> <laughs> Get the washboard abs. Come on. Help. <laughs> <laughs> now we'll bring Philip Blow in, the yes. guy we had oh, in man. last week. Dude, he you can yeah, play his yeah. abs for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, <laughs> hey, we're looking forward to that. And then the other guy that you mentioned, First Baptist Church, yeah, Adam Courtney. Adam, no, First John's Creek, First Baptist. John's Creek. Adam Courtney. Yeah. This guy is a worship leader. He plays a lot of different churches. He also plays up at uh, Solely Business and Men's Retreat. Mm-hmm. But this guy... Uh, He's got really talented. He's kind of Ed Sheeran a little bit there yeah, yeah. Um, for Jesus. And uh, the, dude, the dude's a barbecue freak. Really? No, we love like bar- he makes good barbecue or he just loves to eat Makes barbecue. it, talks it, dreams it, learns it, teaches really? it. Oh, man. Man. Well, we'd love to hear about barbecue and his music. So I was sitting in with, I was playing keys at Johns Creek First Baptist. Mm-hmm. And we have a, like an 8 o'clock call time. So mm-hmm. we're sitting there and I'm sitting there, you know, looking, you know, texting or something. And I'm like, Adam, what are you doing? 
Oh, I'm checking the temperature on my brisket. He's got an app. <laughs> really? It's reporting and adjusting. Are you kidding me? No. Wow. Big green egg. That's app. pretty amazing. So, see, now you just said something. I didn't realize you played keys as well. So you play yeah. guitar, keys. What else do you play? I, I play bass. I play I play a lot of instruments. A lot of string instruments. Mediocrity. Me- mediocre. <laughs> mediocre? <laughs> yeah. And I need a new vocabulary. Well, you're on the right show. We're right in the middle of our mediocre uh, and the talk sweet show radio spot career. Of our yeah. mediocre radio <laughs> right. career. Yes. No, yeah. you're bigger than that. Come on. Uh, <laughs> I love what's going on, the 315 Project. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about Story Drive? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, Story Drive is really exciting. So, you know, for nine years, is really just a business guy that, that observed, hey, everybody's got a story, and the churches really struggle to get those stories out there on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. They might do a baptism video, or they might do it for something strategic. And I'm like, man, if we could do the same thing that the American Red Cross does with a blood drive, but do it for stories. Yeah. What would it look like for churches and businesses and philanthropists to come together, say like, let's do a story drive for four days in coming. Let's do a story drive for four days in Woodstock where all the churches, all the nonprofit ministries can be held, uh, told well in advance. If you got a story of life change, don't worry about the equipment. Don't worry about hiring contractors. Don't worry about just send them our way. And we've got loving volunteers and, and trained staff that'll help harvest those stories at hopefully at no cost to your church or your ministry. So there's no excuse why we can't help people unleash their stories. Yeah, really? Yeah. Now, you've st- already started to do that, right? Yeah, it's, it starts small, right? It's like it's a it's something that we're, we, we really believe has to be planted in love, and we're trying to demonstrate that out, that we can do it ourselves. So in the Alpharetta area, in the coming area, we're, we're inviting people to go through a, um, an on-ramp. We call it Steps of Courage, where no matter where you're at in your walk, no matter how scary that idea that... Um, telling your story, you can come in a safe environment, talk about your story, talk about what it would mean to tell your story. And there's people that have gone through the process that will walk you through that journey. Mm. So some people may get to the point where they could tell their story on audio recording. Some people might go, you know, for the whole kit and caboodle where they're letting us capture their story on video. Then their churches can use it and uh, they can put it out there on Facebook and LinkedIn and stuff. Now, you've been doing this for several years now, and, and um, one would think. After a while, you probably start to hear the same stories over and over again. But uh, I would I would guess there's something new every time. Somebody has a, a different story that just makes you go, "Wow, I can't believe how God is working." Yeah, the, the testimonies. Um, it's funny. I, was, I remember sitting at Buckhead Church uh, with Andy Stanley, mm-hmm. and he he would make a point often during baptism. It's like, "Hey, if you're sitting in here and you're not sure about this whole Jesus thing, and you're like, man, all these stories kind of sound the same, it's because they are all the same story. Like, you know, <laughs> a loving God comes and right. redeems us. But yeah, it's, it's again, it's, it's the stories behind the stories that floor mm-hmm. me. It's like, um, you know, you've been a Christian for 40 years and you came in here and tell this, told your story, but be honest, you didn't want to tell your story. Mm-hmm. What happened from that moment to this moment? Hmm. And it's, it's, it, that, those are some cool things. It's, man, it's like, I realized I wasn't living with God first in my life. It's been a long time since I'd really gotten quiet with God. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are the things that blow me away. It's the, it's the journey. In fact, the Steps of Courage program that we're doing, mm-hmm. we're calling it a journey to know and share your story with your whole heart. It's like, let's not go through the motions. Let's not give a cerebral reason case for Christ. Right. Let's let you reflect back on what God's doing in your life and um, be willing to be vulnerable and share that with other people. Mm-hmm. Todd Michaels, 315 Project, and also uh, Story Drive the, that's going on. You know, you talk a lot about, which is good, you talk about the folks that sit down, give their testimony, their life right there in video. But on the other side of that, the folks that view it. Yeah. What stories have you heard about that? Because uh, here you are, and let's say, you know, uh, oh, you mentioned Buckhead Church. Yeah. I mean, 
something like that plastered up there with they have thousands of people yeah yeah right. no doubt there are thousands of people being touched what have you heard well it's it's ironic i mean it's, it's funny that you say that because as, as a lay person i don't want this to come out the wrong way but I, i'm hearing from a lot of pastors that that people sitting in churches are kind of becoming numb to the gospel mm-hmm. so they're seeing these stories over yeah. and over in churches and it's like yeah you know same old same old but what we're finding is it's the businessman that lets his story go on linkedin mm. And then he's telling me these stories about, man, I had a guy come into my office to interview for a job, and on the way out the door, he starts crying. And Rob's like, oh, I better call HR. I don't know what I did. And then the guy, <laughs> guy says, Mr. Consolia, I saw your story. I, I want to work for a man like you. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. We, we, we saw, I mean, so it's it's the Facebook, it's the LinkedIn. What, what's happening is a lot is someone will have a story about child loss or, or cancer survivor, and they'll they'll share it on Facebook to what they think is their relational community, which it is. Mm-hmm. But as you know, I mean, it's two degrees of separation. So we're hearing stories right now where like people are saying, Todd, someone heard my story that I shared with one person 10 years ago. Wow. Right? And it's like it had a relational, contextually relevant impact on someone's life because someone said, hey, you know, maybe you don't need another sermon or another scripture verse. There's someone that's gone through what you've gone through, and I want to share it with you. Hmm. Wow. How cool is that? Is that what you, I mean, you had no idea from the beginning, I mean, putting this all together. I mean, you had a dream and, and a vision. You felt like God was speaking to you, you know, uh, and it's it, times when we got, hear or see, uh, God speak to us, we read and the God speaks mm-hmm. to us. We only see it in portion. Yeah. You know, the Bible says you you know in part and you prophesy in part. So there some things are just kind of clouded until you get to that that time and you're like, wow, this is bigger yeah. than I really thought, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you said what you just said about prophecy because uh, Bethel just did this sermon about the culture of testimonies last Sunday. And Bill Johnson's talking about Revelation 19 and saying that the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Mm. And he's, he's saying, I don't think they're meaning like this futuristic, like predictive future. He's like the power of words to change the here and now. Mm-hmm. So when we, we, he says, we all have the power of the testimony of Jesus inside of us. We're all part of that story. When we choose to tell it and we're willing to release it, there's a spirit. I mean, Revelation twelve eleven will overcome the enemy with the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. Mm-hmm. So I had no idea that the ripple effect or mm-hmm. the viral nature of these stories, but ironically, or, or through God's grace, he chose some crazy internet marketing guys doing internet marketing for 20 years. So I understood the power of something to go viral. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it's really what led me to keep doing this. It's like we're sitting on so much untapped power how do we dare not do what we can to remove the obstacles that would keep people from being able to tell a story like this? Mm-hmm. Todd Michaels, uh, 315 Project and Story Drive. All right, you talked a little bit about uh, the Steps of Courage mm-hmm. journey. You want to talk more about that? or uh, It's it's a really cool. We, we, ask, we go into a church group. We go into a men's ministry. We ask one simple question. We play a story. Yeah. And we say, if you were given the chance to do that tomorrow and your heart was a stoplight, what color would it be? Now, that's interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Now, we've asked that question to thousands of people, all denominations, all age groups. And the, the American culture, it breaks out like this, of Christians. 20% raise their hand red. They're honest enough to say that's not really something I could I would ever do. 20% are green. Uh-huh. And 60% are yellow. And what I've learned... Cautious. Is, <laughs> very cautious. What, I, what I've learned... Wait, in, I thought yellow meant Florida. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong. Okay. But, but what I've learned in, in doing this for nine years, 10,000 hours, is that some of the people, in fact, we've done 400 stories, and I would dare say that 80 to 90% of the people that did those stories started as a red or yellow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? So it's what I tell this room, I said, 
if you will um, be vulnerable, if you'll let God speak to your heart, if you'll let your fellow brethren encourage you and spur you on, some of you that raise your hand red will be the ones that get most rocked by this, and some of you that quickly raised your head green, you will not make it through this process. Hmm. And they look at me like I'm crazy, but it's it's a it's a journey. Mm-hmm. We call it a journey, and uh, so that's been really cool, like that. So. I wonder how many of those folks that uh, stepped out Mm -hmm. and did it, how that helped them to communicate maybe that story again and again, Uh, not not just that one-time video, but in their life. That's their lifestyle now. We hear two things over and over and over and over again. One is, Todd, I I know my story kind of on a a succinct point-to-point basis now, and I could tell my story more comfortably and more confidently. When anyone asks, First Peter three fifteen, always better be ready to give a reason for your mm-hmm. hope when anyone asks. Yeah, you know, so that's been that's been a common denominator right there. And why do you think it is that the people who are on green sometimes don't make it through? Why Why is that? Uh, they they raise especially men. Mm-hmm. We, we raise our hand to people please mm-hmm. um, performance. Hey, you know, I, I don't want to be thought of the guy that wouldn't do this. Yeah, um, I share my story all the time, but there's something that when they think about it for two seconds, because the way we do the steps of courage journey, it, it's very much like the peace tree road race. You have to commit, you have to get your number and then you set a filming date. And then we say, okay, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to set aside some quiet time and you're going to ask God some questions, let him speak to your heart. And that's where we lose most of the greens because like, I'm not, I'm too busy to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. So yeah, the other thing that we do, it's, it's, it's totally unfair, but at the end of the steps of courage talk, we say, okay, you're red, yellow, green. Now, Jesus has this bit about not liking lukewarm, so we take away yellow. Mm-hmm. And then in front of the pastor, we say, we take away yellow. <laughs> now it's where your heart. Where's yeah. your heart? Yeah, yeah. And what, what's so beautiful about this is we say, look, if you're a green, then you get to offer a sacrifice of thanksgiving to God. That's so awesome. If you're a red, you get to be like, God, I don't desire to tell my story, but I pray that you would give me the desire to tell my story. Mm-hmm. And that's where, that's where the humility comes in from these people that are telling their stories. Wow. They come from a place of brokenness, as we all do. They're like, hey, I'm going to let my mess become my message. Mm. Have you found that uh, more women are green uh, and more men are red? The, green, the women are always honest to admit that they're yellow, and they always come through with a higher proficiency and propensity than the yeah. men the men always say oh, i'm green and then you never hear from them yeah. again <laughs> for, the, for the most part yeah yeah i'll do that uh, right away yeah. yeah yeah 2067 i'll be right there all right let's do this let's take a break at 315 project and story drive with todd uh, michaels we'll be right back i'm rick probst and i'm dan rackley this is faith talk live Faith Talk Live with Rick and Dan, brought to you by Phoenix Roasters, coffee that matters on Faith Talk Atlanta. Yes, it is the Monday edition of Faith Talk Live. I'm Rick Probst. And I'm Dan Ratcliffe. It's Monday. It's a great Monday, but uh, every day is uh, a Friday uh, when you have Phoenix Roasters coffee. How'd you like that segue? We have a whole box of Phoenix (laughs) Roasters coffee. We ought to give some to Todd Michaels. We we love giving to our guests there. It is... uh, even give you two. It is totally... uh, Mm, Yeah, it's good stuff. Were you sniffing that? Yes. The aroma. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, It does smell good. Because it's fresh, too. Savoring it in the Keurig. But good. the taste is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Check out phoenixroasters.coffee. 
And you can also get not only delicious coffee, uh, they also have the iced coffee, mm-hmm. uh, which we need to check out and find out about the Peachtree Street location. Should be opening soon, they I think. Sh- they'd let us know. We're going to do a live show there as soon as uh, it does open. And uh, check out their merch. Uh, they've got great cups. They've got uh, T-shirts. And I just noticed that uh, Brian had a Phoenix Roaster, one of those uh, the stocking caps. What do they call those up north? They're like the toques. Uh, the Canadians call it the toques. It's the stocking cap with the ball on top. What do they call it in Michigan? Is a there hat. a name for a it? Hat. Stocking? <laughs> a hat. Thank you. We, we all have really toboggan, those cross-country skis and those yeah. hats yeah. with yeah. the ball. Yeah, yeah. Not like that hat. No, right? I don't know what this is called. My son got this straight up from Ireland on a mission trip. For I, I call that a Newsies hat because it looks That's like a, a cool hat. News, news person. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, go to phoenixroasters.coffee and uh, just enjoy yourself. We appreciate those guys sponsoring Faith Talk Live. Tomorrow it's a uh, best of. I'll be uh, out because of a doctor's appointment. And then uh, on Wednesday, Gary Bates yeah. is back. How many years has it been it's since been Gary? It's been too long, yeah. He had the, the book that he released about the... About aliens. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then he was on a tour. I mean, he was everywhere. Well, he's yeah. going to be back in the studio. Looking forward to catching up with him. Always a great time. Uh, then on Thursday, you're going to have the guys from Focus on the Family here. Yeah, I think Jim and John both are going to be here. And uh, so hopefully Mo- you're not going to be here, but hopefully mm. Morgan uh, and Megan will be here for us. And uh, we'll have a good time talking to them about the uh, uh, live show that's going to be at uh, Mount Perrin Church that night. Yeah, it's going to be great. I'll be at the show. Uh, it's going to be a great time. And I think there's still room for uh, you to be a part of it. FaithTalkAtlanta.com. Uh, there's 1,500 seats uh, initially, mm-hmm. and now they're whittling it down. So there's maybe 100, 200, but uh, check it out. You and your your friends and your family, your staff, whatever, faithtalkatlanta.com. All right, Todd Michaels, uh, Story Drive and the 315 Project. You brought your Bible. Yeah. You're going to preach a message. Nah. Come on, <laughs> preach it right now, brother. <laughs> Wait nah. a minute. See, now he's playing the same game here. No, I'm on red. You got, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to speak the word, okay. but I don't, it's not going to be a preach. you, you, you got to be green. Okay? Yeah, I'm green. I'm okay. green. I'm willing. All right, I'm willing. All right green. So <laughs> what you got there? So as I continue on this ministry journey, like God, I was never one to study Bible before mm. I got called into ministry. And he's like, he just continues to reveal his word through the through ministry. So mm-hmm. when, we, when we first started the ministry, uh, we'd already done about 30, 40 stories, and it's one of those weird moments believe me if you want where it's like god says we weren't named the ministry wasn't named yet he's like go look at first peter three fifteen, and i'm like there's a first peter <laughs> <laughs> so he, so he gives me this scripture about always be ready to give a reason for the hope you have but do it with gentleness and reverence right. and i'm like okay that's i think i think i was saying they don't all have to be stories of salvation just go out there and help people share the reason for their hope mm. and as I was going, I'd find all these red, all these men that were red, 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 red. And I'm like, God, what's going on? These are like Christian all-in leaders. And, he's, and again, he says, go back one verse. And he says, don't worry about what man thinks, but put Christ Lord of your life. And then your heart will be in a state of readiness to give a reason for the hope you have. Mm. Wow. And so that was like a revelation. And then last week I'm looking at Ephesians, just, you know, doing some study. And this verse jumps out at me. And it's where Paul's praying for the Ephesians saying, uh, remember the God... Remember that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your heart enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he's been called. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, so we got this heart in our Story Drive logo because it's all about helping people know their story with their heart. Mm-hmm. And so often we run into Christians that they they might know the cerebral reasons. They know the knowledge 
of what they're doing. But Paul's Paul's praying at a deeper level. Yeah. You know, in Ephesians three, Father, that they would know the the height, the width, the depth of your love beyond knowledge. And here it's like it's becoming a new prayer in this season of ministry. It's like, God, can we be praying for our brethren and ourselves that that you would enlighten the eyes of our heart to know the hope that's in us. Mm, mm. And so that's just like he goes deeper and deeper as, as we uh, pay attention to him. Wow. <laughs> and it that. is all about the heart, right? Because you, when you share what has happened to you, I mean, it's it's more real. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's, yeah. I mean, there you, you tell your story and folks are like, wow. I mean, yeah. they can sense it. They can feel it. Yeah. It comes alive. It's a story that nobody else has right, right. that nobody else uh, has experienced, and it's not—it's something that somebody can't argue with. I mean, yeah. if yes. if God has worked in a certain way in yeah, my yeah. life, nobody can argue that yeah. God is not real to me, right? Yeah, and, and for me, just personally, like, there's something about c- cerebral and truth mm-hmm. that can be somewhat off-putting or offensive, right? But at least the way I'm wired, man, that heart, that love, that feeling, that empathy—it's just so much more attractional. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm drawn to it, and I. That's probably why I keep doing this <laughs> selfishly. <laughs> well, you know, there are a lot of personalities that the way they communicate is more cerebral. How would you get them from cerebral to more heart? I mean, yeah, you, well, you probably couldn't do it overnight. No, we actually can't. I mean, if if they're willing, one of the first things we'll do in the in the process, the journey is we'll say, "I'm um, go home and and let God write a love letter to you." Right. So even the most cerebral, like. Man, I'm not all about that. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's like, hey, it's an invitation. Yeah. Right? So if those that will submit to the process, and, and it, it's it's intuitive if you take the spiritual aspects out of it. It's like, man, when was the last time you know you gave your wife a really, really, really heartfelt hug or got emotional with her? Like, man, it's been a long time. It's like, why don't mm. you go home and write a love letter to your wife? Hmm. Right? So it's just something. I mean, we, we call them hacks, if you will. But we, we've learned a lot of ways to hack um, people's behavior so that they can kind of turn off that brain for a minute and, and engage with the heart hmm. so like how uh, somebody to write a love letter to themselves is what you initially said or, or, or a love letter from god to them yeah from a le- love letter from god okay would they get that from the scripture where would they get that from well we say get with god get a cup of coffee phoenix roasters <laughs> coffee okay yeah. get a pen and paper and ask God, God, would you write a letter to me? And then you just dictate it. So it's at a point where, and the the, the uncomfortable silence, yeah, the uncomfortable that's the part. time, yeah. and men definitely have a hard time. I mean, me, you know, here I am, you know, forty years following Christ, and I still try to fill that that uh, silence with something. That's because yeah. you're a radio DJ, and we're trained not to have silence <laughs> yeah. at all. God, yeah. no dead air, but He likes <laughs> yeah. dead air. Yeah, He yeah. really, really does. Yeah, that's where you can yeah. speak to us. Yeah. Where's a good place people can follow you and uh, get a hold of you? Well, that's, that's one of the reasons we're going storydrive.com. It's much more yeah. <laughs> easy to remember. <laughs> storydrive.com, you'll get to me and, and our team, and uh, that'd be awesome. All right. All right. And what's next? Real quick, we've got a little less than a minute. What's next for you? Uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday, I'll be uh, blessed to be speaking to the Johnson's Ferry Business Luncheon, and mm-hmm. we're going to do this Steps of Courage talk. That's going to be Wednesday at uh, the Atlanta Country Club in Marietta. Cool. And if churches want to be a part, they can just go to that storydrive. Yep. yep, storydrive.com. We're making it super easy, for, especially for business leaders, 
to bring this to their church. Really super easy, some really cool ways. Love that. All right, now, uh, we're getting ready to close. you got to get a hold of this fiddle guy, and let's yeah. get you in here with the guitar, keyboards, washboard. What well, else, we'll, Dan? We'll bring in Philip with the washboard abs. and uh, <laughs> What's the juice, juice heart? The juice heart. You can do that. I might have one of those at <laughs> home. I snapped my teeth on one of those. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, wow. Ouch. Todd Michaels, check out storydrive.com. We'll be uh, back uh, tomorrow with the best of, and then on Wednesday with Gary Bates. Have a great Monday. I'm Rick Probst. I'm Dan Ratcliffe. This is Faith Talk Live. See ya.